Okay, so the three of you were flying high and at the peak of your careers when the pandemic hit. Can you tell us about your lives when you were grounded? So just when it happened. MJ, okay, do you want to so, start? Yeah. Okay, let's go. So how it started, basically my last flight out of Amritsar was on the 18th of, sorry, not Amritsar, Shanghai, Shanghai, Pudong. My last takeoff and landing on the 3.30 was out of Pudong on 18th of March, just uh, one day prior to the first lockdown. And uh, then we just uh, got an info or memo from the company that they're going on these wage cuts and also saying things that we might not be flying as often as before. We'll be flying on uh, probably like once a month or twice if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. It all Because they have to be fair to everyone else, right? So in between, I did some cargo flights. But uh, as okay, so flying, there's pilot flying and pilot monitoring. So basically pilot monitoring, the one that does the radio and paperwork. So you don't do takeoff and landing. So obviously the last takeoff and landing was March. And uh, then I had two other flights to Pudong as well. And also uh, Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Wuhan, yeah. There was one rescue flight to Wuhan. Wow. And uh, uh, me and my captain, then we switched seats and we operate back as a dead heading sector. We set, set in, we didn't fly back. So March, May 10 was actually my last, last time I actually sat in the cockpit. May 10, Mother's Day. Wow. And yeah, so that was the last time. And I got my letter on uh, October 1st, October 2nd, saying that uh, thank you so much, the company just uh, couldn't, they had to do some uh, LIFO process, last in, first out, and all this process to restart this retention process, uh, basically. Right. And yeah, and uh, that's where I just. I was not. I was disappointed because of the commitment and time given to the company. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, this is not end of the world. You have to wake up and start something fresh. Well, that's a and brilliant that, attitude to have. I mean, surely you know there there was that sort of sort of grief, shock. I don't know, emotion, human yeah. emotion, part of it too that you were going through. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I managed to tackle that problem through my friends and family, especially. And this guy here is the biggest my role model in my life. It's oh. because of him I started flying and so everything I've done today is all because of him. And uh, that's where I started uh, talking to him and he was always calming me down. He was also in the same shoe. So imagine what he was going through as well. Okay, so, so let's, let's hear from you then. What what um, what was your sort of last flight like and, and what happened when you were grounded? Okay, basically uh, I got retrenched uh, last year in uh, June. Um, I got my letter then saying that after serving the company for for, for 12 years. Wow. To be honest, very, to be honest, very much disappointed because uh, um, I wasn't too happy with the process uh, being done there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically, I uh, was very, very disappointed and couldn't believe the news that I got. Right. So, um, still then, took me a couple of months to, to get the the fact in my mind actually to get out of it and decided to just take it as, as it is and we can't do anything much to be honest now looks like this whole year will be gone as well mm. uh, as well as last year and uh, yeah that's did it did they say After- at any point like we're sorry to let you go now but the moment things start coming back to- together again that we would love to bring you back on or is it just like Thank you for services. Goodbye. Yeah, was it just sayonara? Yeah. Yeah, basically uh, what they said was uh, thank you for your service. We'll see in future. If we need you, we'll call you back. 
I guess it's it's one of those awful predicaments where you ha- they had to do something. You have to process this on top of the sort of grief and trauma and fear that's that's everyone's sharing with what's happening with the pandemic itself. And it's a really difficult situation. So you took a couple of months to kind of process and for it to sink in, which probably was about the same time that MJ kind of was also retrenched. That sort of timing came about at the same time, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yes, I got retrenched in uh, June and he got retrenched in uh, October. October. Okay. So... How drastically did this affect your livelihoods in terms of from the career you had and literally kind of overnight you stopped flying and overnight pretty much you you know you lost your salaries and your livelihoods? So basically, uh, I'm thanking God that I actually uh, had this uh, habit of saving, right? So based on the savings, I'm surviving on that. Basically, I've been surviving on that since then. Mm-hmm. And of course, with the help of the... Uh, monitoriums and uh, given by the banks and whatever um, a burden took off from the government hmm. uh, from our loans and all this stuff all so it's it's pretty much appreciable what government has done to to uh, lighten our burden mm-hmm. yeah but just to get a, a feel of it pilots generally get like you're in your five figure range right yeah pretty much and then to suddenly have it Completely nothing. cut yeah. away. How yeah. how drastic is this change? Like, did you? Are you guys married? Not to uh, each other, to uh, other people. Obviously, <laughs> is what he meant. The confused look on the boys' faces. We're not married. <laughs> so, are you guys? Yeah, families, kids, and everything. Nah, Asha is still rejecting me, so I'm just waiting for her. <laughs> so that's what's going on. Yeah. Your mother <laughs> slap you for choosing an older woman. Oh my god. <laughs> so, but that means what? Uh, eat at home, be really um, thrifty and stuff like this? How? Sorry, sorry what are you saying? So sorry, now, you went from five figure to nothing in now. How how drastic was it a, a, a change? No more, no more partying, no more, uh, you know, going out to eat. You can't go out to eat now anyways. But yeah. No, uh, life, life doesn't stop there actually. Life doesn't stop there. Like I said, with the help uh, from the government, with the moratoriums and all that, we, we are off our burden for the loans so the loans was the biggest uh, biggest problem for us mm. basically and uh, that was taken off the biggest uh, burden was taken off of us from us right so uh, basically we were living our life we are still living our life life goes on mm. and uh, doesn't mean that we stop eating we stop drinking we stop enjoying our life you know money is not everything basically yep yeah. So, so let, let's talk about you know from a from a human level, what was your uh, reactions and feelings like when when the news first hit and the world kind of really got to grips with what was going on and we had lockdown. Um, MJ, you were you were actually making flights into Wuhan. You said rescue mission, which is yeah, the heart of where yeah everything. But there was not not passengers, basically bringing the medical supplies and uh, the beds that was on the load sheet. And uh, that was pretty much it. That was only one flight to one, and probably yeah. But still, though, that's still going into sort of the the heart of where everything seemed to come from. I mean, like, did, did that impact you in any way? Uh, for me, my work was my priority actually, and I have my own place in Cyber, so I was quarantined. My I quarantined myself there for two weeks because I didn't want it to affect my family. Mm-hmm. Because I cannot be selfish. Not only my family, my friends also. If I go and see them, mm-hmm. cannot be affecting them as well. Right. So it was all self-discipline and uh, proper precautions were taken. Okay. But when you smelt 
COVID around the world, when you start hearing about it, right? Did you ever think, okay, if it locks down, tourism is going to be affected and flights are going to be affected, it it will affect my job. Did you ever think about that at that point when it first started? You know, just basically when this thing started, we thought this is going to be just like uh, a few months kind of thing. Mm. Like how uh, SARS was, uh, I think, 10 years ago. So it's just like temporary kind of thing and it will go off within a couple of months. But we didn't know that it was going to continue to this, till this level, actually. Yeah. And go on and on and on. Yes, yeah. It's still, uh, it's still going on now. Mm. Borders are not open. And as long as we were doing international flights. Okay. So as long borders not open, we won't be able to get a job. Okay. And, so so that leads you or that must have led you guys to sit around and try and brainstorm about what you could do as your backup plan, right? Definitely. So yeah. was this your initial, original first backup plan this idea of your delivery service? Yes, this was the first because uh, how it actually happened was um I started doing this with other delivery companies, other logistic companies. I got the idea of it and that's why I thought like, hey, why not if I do it myself, it can be done. <laughs> Enterprising. <That's yeah>. Why, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's where the where all the business business deals take place in the mama shops. That's where it happened. That's why I called these guys and say, hey, what do you think about this, with this idea? They told me it was a great idea. We should go ahead. That's why I say, you know what? You all should come in as well. Okay. That's why the team slowly formed and then slowly formed and then we started getting a strategy, uh, like marketing strategy, business strategy, like how to work towards this business. Okay, so take us take us through this whole thing. Uh, it started off with you in the coffee shop having a genius light bulb moment, right? Then you call your two buddies, three buddies, like walk us through. Was there one of you that joined next or three of you and then it went to seven? Like how did it happen? So basically, yeah, uh, it happened in the coffee shop, and of course, when we meet up, we always meet together, three of us. We always meet, and that's why I was just like, because every day I come back and tell them the experience. Hey, I met this customer today, and this guy is like that. This guy was like this. This guy was like that. So a lot of experience to share with them. So they were like, they. The good thing was they were interested to listen to my stories. They were not like, ah, okay, just another day. And every day I had different different stories. So they also found it really interesting, and they said, hey, why not we do it on our own? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, good idea as well. So slowly we started thinking, planning as to how we can do this, how we can build a team and work towards this to make it successful. So what was the time frame from when you had the genius idea to when you guys actually hit the road as, you know, delivery thing as a business? So basically uh, when we started, to be honest, till now we are doing it manually without the app. So uh, we, we thought we just hit it off. But we didn't know that uh, actually it's going to um, hit it off that well. That, uh, to be honest, for a start, I think we did we did a good start. We did a good start. And now that the app and all that is on the way. And in about uh, two months' time, hopefully by April 1st, the app is, will be up and running. And we can cater for, take this business to another level. How did you get this? I mean, is it friends, family, people just recommending or what? This is going everywhere. From uh, WhatsApp to social media mm-hmm. and uh Various people calling us now and uh, telling us they got the, the brochure from here, fly from here, and we are operating fully via WhatsApp and we are doing manually. So everyone is contacting us via WhatsApp and they they got the information mostly via WhatsApp as well. And we are also uh, going to um, Instagram, Facebook, and promoting our stuff there. So who's the 
operator who's the one that's manning the whatsapp and doing the logs and running down who goes where what how like how on earth do you like manage this kind of you know logistics and who's keeping the money Aisha. yeah who's keeping the money acha you want to know more right that's a secret promise me you'll go on a date with me my god this guy doesn't stop my god uh, how tall are you <laughs> Uh, six four. Yeah, not good enough. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. My God. Okay, cool. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, anyway. I'll go out with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 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 this this sort of business. So tell, say it again. How from the minute you thought of it to when you started to operate it, how long was that? Ah, uh, basically, it was uh, the day we thought of it. I think we need, we need to a couple of days before we started and and started getting our first few deliveries. We started off uh, on the 13 and we started off with hardly 5 uh, to 10 five to 10 deliveries on that day. Wow. That, uh, that's friends started spotting yeah. us and uh, started giving us uh, trips and um uh, deliveries. Mhm. Okay, yeah. so so um what is it about your service that's kind of different from anybody everybody else's like What's so special about what's your USP besides what's turbans? <laughs> okay, so what's different from different from us and the rest is we are so far the remarks that we got from our customers very efficient. Hmm. We are uh, most of our riders and drivers are very friendly, and all the staff like if they carry food or bouquet of flower, everything is. Reached from point A to point B, according to them and their experience using other delivery services, has been fine. So that's where the word of uh, it spreads, and then they say, hey, "You should try these guys out. Try these guys out." So that's how we're expanding. Okay, so you're getting a lot of recommendations, which is like the most powerful kind of yes. marketing. Yes. Okay, so. Earlier you were saying that you're waiting on this app so suddenly you guys realize oh we can't do this manually <laughs> we need an app um and you got you're getting your app built so that's obviously one of the biggest challenges that you guys have faced with delivery thing um what else have been big challenges for you guys that you never expected that you've had to deal with so basically we didn't expect it to we didn't expect to to hit it off this fast to be honest with this many deliveries in this short period of time mm So, um, like I said, we are doing everything manually. It's not easy, but it's doable. It's right. not impossible, right? We have a team of uh, seven of us now, and uh, we are operating from small office, and uh, everything goes through WhatsApp. And we have two, three admin guys sitting there, like uh, from day to night, uh, handling the deliveries, and we have admin to to sort out all the datas. And uh, yeah, one more thing to add about what how we are different. We even started transporting pets as well. What do you mean? Brilliant! Oh, I love yeah, that. Even, wow. even, yeah, we just want to add it up. Add it up to that uh, that we started uh, transporting pets as well. So basically, we had a couple of customers mm-hmm. who actually transported their pets successfully. Basically, without any problem. Fantastic! Wait, what do you transport pets for? for what? From Be- because look, if you want to get a normal sort of taxi or whatever, like people are always like, "Oh, I don't want my dog in the car. I don't want you." You know, cats are not so worried about. But so if you don't have Transport and you need to take your a dog to the vet, for example. It's not right. impossible. I see. You know, okay. so you guys are amazing for doing that. Do you guys use your own transportation? Because as business grows, you're gonna have to like get more. Because I'm sure when you first started, you was your own cars and whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is it like now? So basically, the the trips been done by riders and drivers. Okay. But their own yes. vehicles. 
Yes, yes, yes. They actually accept the job and uh, they, they accept the trip and they do it. All yeah, right. but any problem? So yeah. how many how many logbooks do you guys have? Like, I just I'm just trying to picture this because you know you've got it's complex logistics and stuff. Uh, have you had instances of misdeliveries or wrong deliveries? Uh, to be honest, uh, we have came up with the uh, system where we can run everything smoothly and touch wood, everything is running yeah, smoothly now. And uh, we have everything on the um, computer. So everyone has their own laptops, all the data. One person handling the data, one person is handling the deliveries. So everyone is communicating with each other and we all work from the same place. So touch wood, till today, we didn't encounter any missed deliveries. Fantastic. Doing it manually, which is... Wow. Um, yeah, that's inc- I pretty incredible. I think impressive for my team. Yeah. I give it up for my team, yeah. How many, how many bowls of Tipex or, or Whiteout <laughs> do you have? <laughs> we have no mistakes, honestly. <laughs> okay, so just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you, there's seven of you guys now that are kind of the, the core heads of the, the dons of the company, right? Exactly, um, yeah. how, and, and where are you based and how many riders have you got and what area do you cover? So actually, basically, we started off with uh, Clang Valley, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we slowly thought that we will expand, but um, we was uh, taken aback whereby Clang Valley said we wasn't getting that many of rides. So uh, at the moment, we are doing all over the place, to be honest, mm-hmm. before we get the app and narrow down our, our coverage area and before we expand our, our amount of riders and drivers. At the moment, we have drivers and riders from... Um, all over the place, Klang, Shalam, PJ, Rawang, KL, Slyon side, Batugev sides. Yeah. So, Serdang um, side? It, sorry? Serdang side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do, we do, we I do. I will come for you, Asha, don't worry. <laughs> God, he's not stopping, man. He just... And you keep opening the door for him. My God. Okay. Exactly, Daddy. It's not my fault. Yeah, you know, you know. If, I, if I'm getting stuff delivered, I, I don't care. <laughs> but the thing is, though, it, it is getting bigger. It, you guys are very successful. How big a game changer would the app be? Oh, definitely. It, it will it will carry uh, it will lift off the burden at the moment. I wouldn't say burden. It was lift off the the workload that um, that is on us now. So, but it's not the um, end of it. Once you get the app, and okay, here you go. Your your game is over, and and you can can sit and and relax and you know enjoy the mm. the money coming in or something like that. But there's a lot more work to do. I think uh, a lot of marketing. Uh, we we. Our vision is to compete with the, those big guys out there, like Grab and Lala. We don't want to just sit back and say, "Okay, we got 100 deliveries a day. That's enough for me. Enough for my income." We we want to. We started this off with a with a vision of competing with the big boys out there. I love it, and I suppose you're right. When you've got an app, you've got to keep um, upgrading, evolving. I mean, when you go into yeah. big data and online security. stuff, yeah, security and, sec- and that yeah, kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, which is brilliant. But uh, sorry about this. But I just want one more. The Plus, name? No, you, you guys are getting big right now. Who's going to be CEO? Who's going to be COO? Mm. CFO? Who's going to... Have you guys decided that yet? No, we are, we are in the stage of planning it now. Planning, yeah. We are in the stage of planning. We are, we, are, we are structuring the company now. Right. Wow, okay. To be honest, yeah, we are structuring the company now. And uh, hopefully, uh, once the app is out, we will get all the plans up and running. But between the two of you, who does what? CEO, <laughs> COO? Sorry? Between the two of you, who's going to be CEO and who's going to be COO? We want to know because we're going to interview lah. again. What? <laughs> he's always been my boss, so he'll always be my boss. Lah. That's okay, okay. the boss. But I, I just have to do one personal uh, 
I guess, question here. I'm a bit disappointed at their choice of names. Because I was thinking, like, <laughs> if your symbol and your, you know, thing was like Bob, right? Call Bob, Bob will deliver anything, like buys on bikes. It's so much better than Delivery Sing. But you uh, went with Delivery Sing, you know? Did you ever consider buys on bikes? Bob. Call Bob. Oh. Bob removal. Bob delivery. Uh, buys on bikes. I love it. No, yeah. So to be, to be honest, um, from the feedbacks we got from customer, most of them came to us because our name was catchy. Very catchy. Right. So this yeah. is the feedback yeah. we get from customers, right? How do, how do you know about us? Oh, you guys' name is very catchy. Yeah. Uh, oh, very cool. Delivery uh, thing. We haven't heard of this before. Or It, it catches. It catches someone's attention when, when someone speaks about delivery thing. So to be honest, most of the feedback saying that, no, you guys got a very unique name, to be honest. Awesome. I think you guys should make some amazing t-shirts with just like the most amazing turbans in like really art deco, like uh, two-tone, three-tone colors and stuff and with baseball caps and stuff. You should start selling merch. But, you know, yeah. I've got loads of great ideas. I, she, she, she wants to be in on this. She wants to be an investor and everything. And all investor, your yeah, have one ring delivery it. thing, all your riders, all your delivery guys, you should call them the turbinators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Probably, probably we'll, we'll, we'll plan it up in the future. Maybe. Thing yeah, is, though, plans, yeah. like right now, um, do you guys, because of what you do, do you guys have to have special uh, approvals because you can't travel interstate and whatever it is? So, can you travel interstate with your deliveries for work? Of course, we are a registered company and we have uh, registered a letter mm. for our riders and our drivers to go out there. Yeah. Okay. Right. So legit. So right now, Klang Valley, then it's all over Malaysia and then after that, it's like international. Man, international, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. hopefully one day. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully one day. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, did you want to? No. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Because you guys approached us and because people have uh, informed us about delivery saying mm. we usually do for Free Plug Friday we come up with a very interesting ad for you a radio ad that you can use for your promotional say because you've been saying about we need to do a lot more marketing and promotions right so hopefully this will help we made it for you I hope you like it All right. All listen. Right. listen listen in oh man I'm gonna send a package really urgently oh just go with a courier I don't want to spend so much money. Oh, then what you need is Marmite Delivery Sing. <laughs> you can send anything from packages, documents, food, groceries, and even household items. Wait, at only 80 cents per kilometer? That's like one of the lowest rates in KL. Brilliant! So call Delivery Sing at 010-916-2204 or email them at deliverysingmrk at gmail.com. That's D-E-L-I-V-E-R-Y-S-I-N-G-H-M-R-K at gmail.com. So remember, keep calm and trust. Delivery Sing! That's your ad. Okay, thanks. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. That's lovely. We're going to send you a copy so you can put it onto your, your website or whatever, your Instagram oh, page. Oh, that's, nice. that, yep. that's nice. That's lovely. Now everyone can sing. Now everyone can sing. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully, business booms. And uh, uh, hopefully, uh, MJ gets the date with Asha. But uh, delivery thing, we hope uh, this is going to be good, man. Thank you very much. I'll, rec- you, I'll recommend you for um, pets. I have a lot of friends who have pets who need help. So, nice.